live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freak. College basketball fiends, get ready to insert the main line, man. Here we go. The bracket is out. Play-in games start in three days. And for the next, oh, shoot. Let's just say for the next seven days, you'll be engulfed in disappointment. But more importantly, more importantly, uh, one of the finest spectacles when it comes to sports. We're talking about the NCAA tournament. Crash Gladys' own Indiana Hoosiers didn't make it. Uh, okay, that's fine. We play, what is it, St. Francis and NIT come Tuesday? Right. Dude, don't rub it in. Uh, Kenny Sargent's Texas Longhorns didn't make it. Statman, how did your Ohio State Buckeyes do? We got into the tournament. I don't know why you guys didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, man. Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? We're there for you on Twitter. Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. Eric Curran, your 12 Hours of Sebring winner, will be joining us here in moments. Also coming up, Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot. They're going to be running for the first time in Austin next weekend. He joins us. Mike Alessi, Supercross, Motocross rider, will be joining us in here. And we're going to flash back to almost six years ago with Courtney Force when she appeared nude. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's so it's the 50th anniversary of the Gator Nationals. And that's the NHRA interview you want to feature. Not Don Garlitz or Shirley Muldowney. Courtney Force nude. Hey, look, uh, it's a it's a dominant. Our, our dominant listenership is full of males. Well, not that it has any significance to nude women. Uh, it probably okay. does. But uh, yeah, we're <laughs> so Courtney Force will be joining us here. Probably the second hour for a freaking flashback here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in moments, your Statman Scat and Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Kyle Bush got winner, got winning, got win two hundred today at California Speedway, but it contends to be what continues to be overshadowed about what happened or what didn't happen in qualifying, where your pole sitter, Austin Dillon, gets a zero point zero zero in qualifying, yet he grabs the pole. And if if I had any idea that this was going to happen with California Speedway, I think if you look at Crash and Stat, if you look at back at a number of the drivers talking about this new qualifying format, the importance of drafting is the utmost of importance. And that was a problem that they ran into at California Speedway was no one wanted to go out. No one wanted to lead the pack because, because you know, damn well, when you're drafting, you're going to get the quicker time, Crash. You know, all 12 cars in the final round, none of them posted a time. Zero. <laughs> if I was in the grandstands, I would be furious. I mean, I get it. This is the kind of qualifying that IndyCar has done the last couple of years. And I get it. You want to wait until the absolute most maximum potential time in that final session when you're in IndyCar, they call it the Fast Five, to get a quick lap out there. You don't want traffic to hold you up. But <laughs> just waiting and waiting and waiting. 
NASCAR needs to do something about this. Like either you can't wait more than five minutes or 10 minutes, or if you don't get a lap out there in that final qualifying round, then you must start at the back. Screw being in the, the final 12, you go to the back of the field. Statman, where do you see them going with this? It, it seems like it just might lead back to the old boring one car out on the track they at a time. They don't want to do that. It's Steve I, O'Donnell I, I, specifically said. I see said. it too. Then Statman, what do you do here? I think the easiest thing to do would be to force them to uh, put the – if you don't go out on a track, you go back to the end of the line. I think this is going to be a heads-up thing. I think the drivers did this on purpose. I think they're they're challenging NASCAR to go back to the single-car qualifying, which they all like. It's what they've done. They don't like to change, and if they – uh, don't look at this change, then they're going to force them into doing something. If you're fast, go out and be fast. I'd like, do I have to do an F1? Go out, get a quick uh, time in, and then watch what everybody else does. Uh, and if you're fast, be fast. Don't worry about the drafting. We're talking about what happened Friday afternoon at California Speedway where of the Final 12 cars in qualifying, not one car went out. So in the first round of qualifying, the quickest time was Austin Dillon. <laughs> he grabs the pole, and the story with Austin Dillon, he's battling the flu the entire three, three and a half hours, so much so that he's got to go to the emergency center there in the infield as soon as he exits the car. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not this is, fun. Yeah. Here's your pole sitter, man. And I'm, a little, I, I'm still a little curious about – how you can be deathly ill and still compete in a car that goes 200 miles an hour. We'll get to that. Crash Gladys Pit, Pit News and Notes coming up as we resume with some affiliates. Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates on Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot, will be in here. Eric Curran will be joining us. 12 Hours of Sebring winner. Mike Alessi, Supercross pilot, will be here as well, as well as Courtney Force. She'll be joining us. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor. You're rolling on a big old fat Ford F-150, a Chevy, a Ram, Put some General Tires on that bad boy. Go to GeneralTire.com or your favorite tire dealer to find the tire, the General Tire, for your ride. Crasher? Well, the 12 hours of Sebring sure had some dramatic racing throughout, which none of us really knew if we would get it because it started in the wet under a yellow flag. But what a race it ended up being. And Cadillac, hello, domination. Caddy swept the podium with the top step Finally owned by Eric Curran and his badass co-drivers, Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani. Eric Curran coming up in just about four minutes. NHRA's 50th anniversary of the Gator Nationals. Holy cow. 50th anniversary. Well, they went down. They also dealt with a lot of rain. What is it with Florida and rain? Remember Daytona in the 24 hours? Richard Crampton coming out on top in top fuel. Robert Height the number one guy in funny car and he has three weeks in a row of being in the number one position as well in qualifying Bo Butner won in pro stock and Andrew Hines making the debut win for the motorcycles in NHRA of course unfinished business pairings also went down pairings like Kenny Bernstein versus Joe Amato 
or who else do we have? We had Shirley Muldowney versus Don Garlitz. If you didn't catch that tonight on the Fox broadcast, make sure to catch a replay because that was pretty cool. Supercross raced in Indianapolis, and holy crap. Holy crap, he finally did it. Marvin Muskin notched a, notched a win wow. in the 450s in Indy Saturday night. Still, he's second in points, but he finally stood atop the podium. It was a very welcome feeling as he, or actually all of us, we all thought he would have had a few of these wins by now. In the 250s, it was your 250 Eastern points leader taking the top spot, Austin Forkner. Formula One kicked off in Australia, Valtteri Bottas. Man, according to defending champ Lewis Hamilton, he said the race was over, pretty much done and dusted, he said, by turn one. But Valtteri rode an amazing race to capture that win down under. And, of course, NASCAR California Speedway. Cole Custer taking the win in the Xfinity Series. And Kyle Busch, number 200. With his win in the Cup Series, we'll talk about that and, of course, that mess of qualifying coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. 
friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on the Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios, man, coming up on our 19th year of doing this damn thing. And talk about a dude that's been chasing something for 19. This guy's been chasing a Sebring win for maybe through a couple of world wars. Eric Curran, <laughs> winner from Sebring, joining us here in the Freak Nation. What the, what's been the problem with Sebring for you for so long? And But first of all, congratulations on your win. But what's been the problem trying to chase down this Sebring win? Well, first off, thank you so much. I think I don't know about the World War One and Two comments, but you know, <laughs> yes, I've been racing a long time. Ah, <laughs> uh, geez, no, this is uh, this is amazing. Yes, been chasing it uh, for quite some time now, and um, yeah, won another series at Sebring. I mean, uh, you know, one back in the going way back, you know, um, World Challenge days. Uh, Actually, the first drive I ever had for Sonny Wheel in 2007, I won in a World Challenge GT Corvette, but never the Sebring 12-hour. So, and came so close. Last year, second place. We had finished second place there before and just couldn't figure out how to get to the top step of the podium until, uh, until what took place yesterday. Eric Curran, winner from 12 Hours of Sebring, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Freak Nation. And you talk about really having to work through these 12 hours with your other drivers. Of course, it comes in. Are, are you one of those drivers that welcomes rain in that you believe you have an advantage over other drivers, or is it like, holy crap, why why a wet track now? Yeah, I mean, it does rain once in a while in Florida, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's unbelievably challenging. I mean, Sebring's a challenging, super challenging racetrack anyway. I mean, one of the hardest ones to get a race car really working well and Never mind doing it for 12 hours, but then you add a bunch of rain to the mix, and it gets extremely challenging. Um, people, Durrani, our new teammate this year, he had the heavy lifting in, in the start of the race, and it was really downpour and heavy, heavy rain, full rain tires, but he did a phenomenal job, and he, he got us out front, and he led for quite some time and gave us a good car, handed over a good car, and um, I was fortunate enough to do most of my driving in the in the mostly dry conditions, I mean, I had some weather here or there and a little bit of rain on and off, but nothing heavy like what he had to deal with. So uh, fortunate for me, I mean, you know, racing in the rain is part of sports car racing, but it's just extremely challenging, especially we just went through it at Daytona. It was very, very challenging there and and not any easier at Sebring, maybe even more difficult. But, uh, yeah, like I said, fortunate for me, I didn't get to do a lot of driving in the rain, but uh, neither did uh, Nasser later in the event. It didn't seem to matter, though, with you guys, whether it's Cadillac, whether it's your team specifically. I mean, let's just talk about you guys specifically. When the flag went green towards the beginning of the race, you guys just vaulted to the lead. What was it that was different in your car versus some of the others out there? Yeah, I think it it comes back down to Action Express, our team, that's done an unbelievably good job in, in just preparation and really have run this race so many years and uh, and have won it in the past with even different models of the Daytona prototype. And, um, yeah, I mean, they just really have this Cadillac sorted. 
Um, you know, Sebring's really tough because it's a you know it's an old you know airport essentially, and it's really rough and concrete patches and holes and it's just all about getting through the bumps there and it's extremely high speed and the more you can make the car work, get through the bumps, the better the shocks are, suspension, all that stuff, the better off you'll be. And uh, I think that our guys just got it nailed. I mean, our wheel and Cadillac was just unbelievably strong. It's been strong there every year, but um, we just we didn't quite have the speed there last year and ended up second. But, man, this year it's just a little bit more sorted, a little bit more developed, and Cadillacs in general have been unbelievably strong. Obviously, it, it was a one-two-three finish for Cadillac, so it doesn't get much better than that. No. But, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. You know, I know that there's some unbelievably strong competition from Acura, from Mazda, and Nissan, but uh, but those guys haven't quite got it sorted out yet, and they struggled quite a bit more than we did, especially in the wet weather conditions. But even in the dry, we seem to have the performance to have them covered all the way through. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, tough to say, but, you know, we had all the ingredients, and uh, I think we were more sorted, more ready for whatever conditions we're going to, going to happen there at Sebring and hats off to my teammates I mean NASA's been a teammate of mine all through last year but uh, now bringing in Durrani is just uh, an added benefit and those guys did a lot of heavy lifting yesterday well big everybody challenge but uh, big results everybody does heavy lifting you just brought up how rough Sebring is I mean holes and patches I mean it's it's just a very bizarre track to run on and it's I've always wondered, would you guys as drivers, do you like that characteristic because it's one of the only super, super rough tracks? Or would you be upset if someone just came in and decided we're repaving this thing in order to have better races in the future? Yeah, it's funny. You know, it, it's a love it or hate it racetrack. I mean, some people hate it and, and a lot of people love it. I mean, it's, it's a weird configuration. It's all flat and it's just a mix of really if you walk to Sebring Raceway, I mean, there's just holes in the concrete and patches everywhere, and it's it's really a mess. But they they're never going to pave it. I mean, it's it is the characteristics of what Sebring is all about. I mean, you know, turn one at 150 miles an hour, bouncing over the bumps. I mean, it's 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 a wild racetrack. But I personally love it. I I've had you know some good success there, and and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is an unbelievable challenge. But even teams come from around the world just to test at Sebring because it's you know, it, it puts the car through the car and the team and the drivers through paces that you don't normally see at other racetracks. So well, nobody can imagine, we joke about it here or there, but nobody can imagine a smooth Sebring. It just wouldn't make sense, right? So uh, I don't think they'll ever repave it. But it's just, again, part of the challenge of, you know, how do you get the car to survive and the bumps? And you watch the video of the cars just bouncing and moving all around and broken suspension parts on cars and Man, if you can survive it, it's it's a really big deal, and it's obviously very rewarding and very, very physical on the driver. Eric Curran is the winner of the Sebring 12-hour for uh, Whelan Engineering. Eric, when uh, you, you Whelan had kind of troubles groping in the dark for a while, uh, came on board with Action Express. Both of you were kind of looking for the light switch. Gary Nelson came in and threw light into the whole thing. What's the value of Gary Nelson in that entire operation? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Gary's a, 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 a big part of this whole program, of course. I mean, he's he's brought uh, Action Express to the level that they are today. I mean, look at the success in the last number of years. I mean, what is there, four championships in five years or something? I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, here's a guy that's come 
you know, running a number of different series, but had a lot of success in NASCAR and has worked hand in hand with, with Jim France on different programs. And I mean, he's just the go-to guy. He's extremely knowledgeable in the racing world and he's just, uh, he just gets it. He's really, you know, interestingly enough, very basic. He just makes sure that he gets everything done and gets it all done correctly. He follows a list, he builds these tasks and, it's just back to basics with him, but it's execution, and he and they do whatever it takes to make sure that every part of that program works, and from the drivers to the team to the car to, to every aspect of it. And I feel very fortunate to drive for Action Express and a couple championships within a couple of year window is not a bad thing, and you can't do it without a guy like Gary Nelson. But it's it's the whole mix. It's everybody in the team from Ian Watt to engineering, Tim Keen, all the guys that are putting this program together look at the preparation and then cadillac and and the support from delara and then obviously uh you know my co-drivers and and obviously you know the big thing for me is obviously wheel and engineering coming in uh to, to help support the whole program and support me for 10 years now it's been a long time tell me the one thing that gary nelson might have come to you that made you a half a second faster or a tenth faster on the racetrack He's got all these phrases that are really they're really cool that he says. One of them is keep the wheels turning. I remember years back when I did one of the first tests and we were trying all sorts of different things and I slid off the track and it didn't really crash but just kind of got into the edge of the tires. And the first thing I heard from Gary Nelson is keep the wheels turning. Back the car up, keep rolling, don't stop, let's keep working this thing. He doesn't want you to get stuck on what things could, could go bad or wrong. He wants you to focus on moving forward and, and making sure that uh, – you know, it's just not, it's nonstop. Don't get caught up in the past. Let's work on the future. And that's kind of his motto. I mean, he's got a lot of models, but that's one of the big ones. And, uh, again, just execution and just simplicity is, uh, is Gary Nelson. And, um, yeah, he just knows how to get it done. And I mean, look at the, look at the teams that are trying to chase what Gary Nelson has been able to put together, the Penske's and the Yost and all these different super high level teams, the best sports car teams in the world. Eric Kern, winner at Sebring. Eric, this is what I heard on the television. I've known you for a long, long time. Tell me this is not true, that you considered retirement before the 2019 season and something happened to bring you back into the car. Well, I mean, there's been a little bit, <laughs> there's been a little bit of talk about kind of cutting back from racing at some point. I don't know, you know, how long can you keep doing this? But, you know, that discussion's been back and forth for a year now, and and then, you know, Felipe Nasser and I go ahead and then win, a, win another championship in 2018, and you really start second-guessing yourself. But, um, you know, and then into, into now 2019, um, basically just doing the endurance roles for, for Action Express and for the Wheel and Cadillac, and it's a change of position. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I go back and forth in my mind a lot about what really makes sense. i got a lot going on on my plate outside of the racing world. And, you know, it's funny. I joke with my teammates now, um, people in Felipe, you know, they're, they're 25 years old and I've been racing cars 25 years. So <laughs> it's like, wait a second here. So I'm not the 25 year old Brazilian that, <laughs> that I'd like to be, but, uh, obviously still got a lot of success and still feel great in the car and, and still checking off boxes like the Sebring 12 hour. So we'll see where it all goes. Regardless, it's a big win for you, man. You you can, cross that off that list whatever kind of list that a, a driver that's been doing this for a couple of decades like yourself does and it's a huge win for you and the team and just complete domination from cadillac congratulations bud 
Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it feels amazing. It's, uh, you know, as a sports car driver, you know, anywhere in the world, really, the Sebring 12 Hour is like top of the list of, of races to win. So really big deal and uh, just feels very special and obviously love doing it for Sunny Wheeling and Wheeling Engineering. Bam. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Freak Nation, coming up in about 15 minutes, his name is Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot, will be joining us in here. Curious at his take on pairing up other motorsports series for a big, big weekend. We've talked to a number of drivers, a number of series executives about really partnering up NHRA with IndyCar, IndyCar and NASCAR. We'll talk to them about that. Also, in moments, your stat man scap. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, Facebook, and of course, speedfreaks.tv. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Some thoughts on Saturday's 12 hours of Sebring. A great weekend, an eight-hour World Endurance Championship race on Friday, and the Sebring 12-hour IMSA race on Saturday. We need more weekends like that. My hat's off to NBC Sports or IMSA for building a video promo that didn't feature a crash of any kind. Somebody should get an award, certainly a raise. I like that no one has bothered to repave the Sebring track. It's bumpy, just of an off-road race. The drivers complained, but they drove on it anyway. Saturday, they lived in the rain in horrible conditions and still put on a great show. wonder how that worked. I continue to be amazed that Mazda hasn't been able to make their prototype work for an entire race. Even the German team Yost hasn't been able to make the thing get to the end at speed at the front of the line. Finally, at the end of the race, only two cars didn't finish, and one of those went out with less than nine minutes to go. Just an incredible show. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 
800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Do you use the blue pill? Lucas Oil, that's lucasoil.com. Many of us like to still change our oil, so why not get the best synthetic oil on the planet? That's Lucas Oil. Inside your engine to outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car, man. Lucas Oil has everything you need to keep your ride on the road. Statman, you've had a chance to see Haley Deegan run more than Crash and yours truly. When you were hanging out in Southern California, she goes out and wins that first Canon Canon West Series race this year on dirt in Las Vegas. Uh, it was announced that IK9 will back Haley Dagan in six ARCA starts. A- IK9 was the title sponsor for the Xfinity race in Phoenix last week. And here is a it's not even a concern. Like I really should have a concern about this, but you look at the empty stands there at California Speedway, and you. When you think of a woman in motorsports or NASCAR, you can't help but think about Danica. But what Haley Deegan is doing is she's winning and she's running up front in every series that she's been a part of. So, and, and Haley Deegan, again, the, the Hallie, excuse me, Hallie Deegan, the daughter of freestyle motocross X Games legend Brian Deegan, just if she can succeed in every series that she jumps into, the significance that maybe the possible small ripple effects that crash that she could have with NASCAR and, and putting more asses in the seats. I think the name Deegan is going to help her, uh, you know, more than Danica Patrick. Danica came in it was a little bit of hypocrisy that I want to be represented as a driver. And then she poses in hot pants. Uh, so, uh, I, but I think Deacon, Hallie Deacon is going to uh, her, use her father's name, but she's also winning races, like you said. She's got some excellence, and people are going to get behind all of that. And uh, she's not uh, a person that's going to leap out and say, hey, look at me. I'm beautiful. I'm got, I've got long hair, and i got hot pants on. Uh, <laughs> hot pants? She's gonna, she's gonna go out and and uh, if the guy looks at her wrong, she's gonna kick his butt, and knock him into the wall, and go win races. And fans like that. 
Yeah, she could be she could finally be the female that actually turns things around in the sport because yeah, we wanted it from Janet Guthrie or Lynn St. James or Shirley Muldowney just did it right away for NHRA. So I'm not even including NHRA in this. But when it comes to NASCAR or IndyCar or sports cars, yeah, it could be Hallie Deegan that finally, finally gets consistent success behind the wheel and people just take notice and and are blown away by her because you're right. She's not going to put up with any BS. She's a Deegan, but at the same time, she's not... She's not like a tomboy Deegan like you would think. Oh, coming from Brian Deegan, she's got to be all boyish. No, she's a girly girl. So she's going to appeal to such a broad spectrum from little girls to 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 big girls to little boys to old boys. I mean, it's it's just incredible. She's going to touch everybody out there. And with her success, wow, it's just absolutely unparalleled what she could do. Statman, when we started this thing going on 19 years ago, you mentioned Brian Deegan, and it was as if, oof, man, this dude is hardcore. He's kind of a gnarly individual. He hangs with a bu- hangs out with a bunch of degenerates. Talk about a guy that's made 180 degrees, whether it's real or not, as far as marketing him, marketing the name of Deegan, Metal Militia. And now he's got a female that's kicking ass in motorsports. There, This is setting up nicely for Hallie Deegan. It's setting up perfectly. And I, I mentioned once before, I was talking to Brian when he first got into rallycross and she was there. She was a little girl sitting in the chair. She was sitting back. She was obviously, uh, she didn't She didn't jump in. She wasn't a precocious. Hey, look at me kind of kid, but she sat there intensely took everything in and uh, listened to every word her dad said, listened to my questions, and she is ready to be whatever she could be. Whatever the, the Army slogan is, she might do more than everybody else before 9 o'clock in the morning. She's, <laughs> she's an intense person, and that's going to show in her racing career, I think. Did you see her race much at Irwindale Speedway there in Southern California? Yeah, she had uh, she raced quite a bit. I think uh, last season, uh, one or two seasons, she was there, and she was she didn't take anything from anybody, and she gave as much as she could. But she was learning, and she was willing to learn, and she was willing to uh, get bumped around the track, uh, but she gave it back once once she knew how, and uh, she listened when people told her. I watched her in the pits. And she listened to what the guys were saying, what the people on her team, what some of the other drivers, Brian, would come around once in a while. She listens. She's intense, and she wants to be successful, just like her dad. Yeah, the stories from, and I'm sure she knows everyone that's been told here in the Freak Nation about Brian Deegan, how many times he's been you know, a breath or two away from death when the handlebar would ratchet up into his ribs and pull out a kidney or a yeah (laughs) days were different back then yes i mean what the freestyle motocross guys can get away with now is incredible but yeah brian was one of the crash test dummies for freestyle motocross to be perfectly honest (laughs) just brian deegan the name brian deegan when we started speed freaks metal militia bunch of degenerates they didn't care about anything but themselves think about the time frame though think about that because yes you're right 
the metal militia was around for a couple of years before we started Speed Freaks. We started Speed Freaks in June of 2000. But think about the time frame. That's about the time when Hallie Deegan was born. So you know how much kids change you. So if that's what, what made Brian Deegan realize that there's more to life than just me jumping my, my dirt bike and I need to start having a, a good foundation for my daughter, then boom, more power to him because he's done an amazing job in business since then. She's running for the ARCA series on those general tires, and it says for at least six ARCA races, Lucas Oil Raceway in Brownsburg, Indiana, Minnesota, Kansas Speedway, Madison International Speedway, Pocono. Yeah, keep your eyes out for this for for Hallie Deegan. It's greatness what she's doing. Uh, Jack Harvey. Coda is next week. In other words, Austin. Big time IndyCar series for the first time lands in Austin. And Jack Harvey, one of the dudes running in that series, so joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Cannonball Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. The website speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook. You can take us anywhere, man, including your iHeartRadio app right there for you and SiriusXM and affiliates across the country. Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it's confirmed you're running 10 IndyCar races with Meyer Shank for the 2019 season. You know, 10 races are cool, and, and a lot of dudes would like to run one race in the IndyCar Series. But you're a guy that that strikes me as somebody that wants to be in that seat the entire season. Is that true, or are these just races that you you picked and choose to race? Well, hey there, everybody. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, man. Uh, I think try and answer this two ways. First off, I'm, I know how lucky I am that I get to do more than te- uh, the more than one race, and I think we all know that one race we're referring to is Indy 500. So I already feel lucky the situation and the position that I'm in. That being said, you know, of course you want to race week in, week out, and at least do the whole. Um, races available in a, in a series. I mean, you know, the, the dream and the goals are to try and compete for an IndyCar championship one day. And I think we 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 balance because we're we're humble and we try to you know to stay humble and stay grateful for you know the limited races we have. But we're still working you know harder than ever to try and plug the gap and try and do the full season because I think that's I mean that is the long term goal. It's the, the short term goal. It's you know it's every goal basically. But you're already you're up this year from last year, so there's progress. Mm. And money is not the easiest thing to come by in the sports landscape these <laughs> days. So at least you're going in the right direction. I think honestly, that was exactly how what you know how we felt in the off season. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a full season deal, but everything was trending in the right direction. I think that's and that's what we're grateful for. Um, you know, we're very lucky in our partners in Alternation and SiriusXM. You know that they believing us, believing our program, and helped us expand. And I think that was the key words that we used throughout the year. You know, the positiveness around it is it's an expansion. It's not staying the same. It's growing. And ultimately, all we want to do is is growing to a full season. So uh, that's what I mean when you try and balance that, being humble for what you already have, being grateful for it, but still working hard to try and find that last little bit. Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You've got a new race for, at least on the docket for 2019, the IndyCar Series at Coda in Austin. Now, is this a race that you're running in? Uh, it is, actually, yeah, next, uh, next weekend. This track gets, there is some division from different drivers, whether it's sports car drivers or Formula One drivers, and they absolutely love it because the undulation and the design of the track. And then there's guys saying the track's just not big enough. I don't know what the hell that means, but given given your knowledge of the track, are you a big fan of what to expect coming up next weekend? 
Well, I mean, Cote is such a cool place, you know. I mean, I was, I'm a big Formula One fan, so obviously I've watched, you know, every race that they've had there, you know, especially since joining with Michael in 2017. Obviously paid a lot more attention to everything that's been happening in the sports car world. And honestly, every time I've seen anything to do with Cote or whether people are talking about the track or Austin as a town, has just been really, like, positive. So, frankly, I was excited just to go there because it's this, you know, not just a premier circuit in North America, but a premier racing circuit around the world. And, you know, frankly, I, I, I hope and I feel that, you know, IndyCar as a, as a series, you know, should be racing in tracks like that. You know, they're a premier category, and I think whether you should or you shouldn't, I think people judge a series on the tracks they go to. Um, and I think it's great that IndyCar are there. I mean, honestly, anyone who thinks Cota's too big, I don't, I don't even know what that means either, you know, because, I mean, it's, what is it, a four-mile track or something like that? I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot longer than anything else that we, uh, that we race at. Um, you know, I mean, just have to look at the lap times, compare that to, like, a mid-Ohio, and then compare it to Cota. And, I mean, I guess I'm, I don't exactly know what, uh, in what way they're saying the track's too big. But, um, no, some, some I mean, were saying that it every... wasn't. It wasn't to them. It wasn't big enough. It just seemed con- too compact. Oh, oh man, I, str- I just screw them, right? Honestly, I just struggle to see how. You right. know, it's such a big circuit. I just don't. Uh, I just don't get it. But um, you know, I think each, to each their own, I guess. We're talking with IndyCar driver Jack Harvey. Jack, people talk about series as being important based on the tracks that they go to, or the personalities that are involved. Netflix has a series that's running with F1 that really looks at the background on a lot of the teams and drivers. Some want IndyCar to do a series like that. Who would star in a series if Netflix did one on IndyCar? Uh, well, I hope we would get a, you know, a bit of a mention in one of the episodes, at least. Uh, you know, I think we've got a cool story and you know, how, how our program even came to be and to exist, I think is cool. Um, I mean, honestly, your stars of, your stars of IndyCar, the people you've seen at the front, you know, it's, it's your Tony Canars, it's your James Hinchcliffe, uh, it's your Alexander Rossi, it's your Ryan hunter Rays. you know, the people who have either had a career that we all hope that we would emulate or the people who are already on path for that. Um, I've actually started watching that documentary about Formula One, and honestly, I think it's great. You know, I think it gives everybody that, you know, in so not insider information, that's not the way I'm trying to say it, but that look at how people are just as people. You know, like Carlos Sainz is a good friend of mine. You know, we've been teammates in junior formulas. And how he is, you know, when you see him at home, is how he is in the engineering trailer and how he is just when you hang out with him. But sometimes when you see these people in an interview after a session, and at that point your mood is greatly dictated by how the session's gone. <laughs> you know, so I think it's nice because it gives everybody that human element to it and it just shows everybody's character. So I think if, if an opportunity came up for IndyCar to do something like that, personally, I think they should jump at it because I think that's where you start to root for people because you might look at someone and go, he just seems like a good guy. You know, kind of regardless of what happens on track, you just go, he's a guy I can get behind because of X, Y, and Z. So... You know, I think it's, I think any, anything like that, you know, any opportunity where we can showcase just a little bit of our personalities away from the track, I think is good. 
Jack Harvey, you're running with Myers Shank Racing. We here at Speed Freaks have talked about combining series on a single weekend, much like what happened at Sebring this weekend with the World Endurance Championship in IMSA. NASCAR has kind of snubbed its nose at getting involved with IndyCar. How would you like to see something, say, with the NHRA and IndyCar on a single weekend at a facility like Sonoma? Um. The way I guess I'd like to see it play out is ultimately, you know, if you're a fan of motorsport, you could get behind anything, really. And I remember at the end of last year, uh, maybe it was even the start of this year, I went to, uh, you know, with the Schumacher Racing team, did a, you know, charity go-kart event, and it was great to hang out with NRHA guys and IndyCar guys. And just, honestly, everyone just kind of got together and geeked out about their passion for motorsport, you know, which I think is what we all get into this for, right? You know, I don't think anyone looks at it and just goes, oh, it's just a job. You know, it pretty much starts as your passion and then grows. And, you know, we're lucky that we get to call it our job. Um, but I think, honestly, when you get to drivers like Fernando Alonso, who go from Formula 1 to IndyCar to some sports car racing, I think it opens that path and that avenue. And it, it always comes in a cycle, you know, that people get uber-focused in, oh, we can only race this one style of car. And then you get someone who's like, you know what, no, I want to drive a little bit of everything as well. And then it grows and then it develops. And, you know, like, I mean, honestly, I push Michael Shank, I mean, you know, quite hard to try and put me in one of his Accio sports cars. You know, I think that would be awesome to go and, and to do that. And, you know, I, I've got a, a, a few could be exciting opportunities in a midget dirt car, you know, and anything like that. I just, I just love driving, you know, I don't care what it is. I just, I, I love driving. I love the development trying to make myself better. So I'm all for it. You know, I think it's, I think it's a great thing. And I'd love to see more top level motorsports at least, you know, try not, not necessarily coincide, but, you know, interact with each other. Can you imagine one of the Schumacher top fuel dragsters lighting up on pit lane on carb day at Indianapolis? (laughs) It would be pretty cool. I just, I don't know. They wouldn't have have enough space, you know, to like, slow down after but um i think that would be it would be cool to see that you know because i think it, it would bring in another element of fans hopefully to support the 500 and then people already there might look at it and go wow that's awesome we should definitely go to the national championships um you know and they're all so close i mean it's it's almost like a no-brainer and one of the things i will just because i live in indy i always think that uh the Indiana Pacers and the Indianapolis Colts do a really good job of, you know, riding the wave with each other when things are good. And I think it's that local support and that local community feel is what people get behind, you know. And I think if there's ways that we can interact and maximize that, then frankly, I think we should. Who geeked out more? I, I want to get into this geeking out thing when you guys were karting together. Was it Tommy Johnson, funny car driver yeah. with NHRA, or was it yeah. you? I so, so, so he was one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, you know, every now and again we'll tweet each other now and you know, hopefully he's going to come out to a race at some point and vice versa so I mean they were just they were just hysterical honestly they're not good bowlers we, it was like it, the, the event itself was bowling um, they, I, don't, I think some of them were quite good but I said to him he, you know, he drives in a straight line for a living he should be a pro at bowling and he's Jeez, that's greatness <laughs> IndyCar <laughs> Series pilot Jack Harvey getting set for Austin next week and joining us here in the Freak Nation. A lot of things said in this interview 
Jack, we appreciate your time coming to the Freak Nation, and hopefully some of these some of these discussions will come to fruition, man. Uh, we hope so. You know, I think uh, it's what we're working for every day, mate. You know, that's the reality. Is every day it's a, you know how can we get to where we want to get to, and you know that's short term, long term goals. You know, it's a it's a tricky path to try and navigate down sometimes. But uh, you know, like I say to uh, to everyone, we're here. We're giving it a go, and uh, if it doesn't work out, then. You know, I, I do think right now we can turn, you know, we could leave with our heads held high saying we did everything we could. Right. But you um, haven't, hold on though, Jack, you haven't done everything on that 47 Ford truck that you've got. Come on. It, it actually, if racing didn't work out, it'd probably give me time to do it. So the funniest thing about this truck, right, so I bought it before I came to America. I bought it in 2013, and then when people know me, especially from the UK, they then suddenly found out I own this truck. And then all my friends are giving me a hard time saying, oh, you've changed, you're so American now, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You've got a pickup truck. All right, guys, I bought it before I moved here. You know, and they had no idea. And I, it's sad to say it's in exactly the same state as when I bought it, which wasn't the plan. It wasn't the goal. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's, it's so high on the list, but somehow shuffles down. You know, the longer I spend over here, maybe I just need to... Uh, ship it back but uh, if anyone has any advice or like things to look out for as i you know renovate this car which literally is just a shell it's got no engine it's not even got a floor Jeez. you know in the cab it's when i say it's a work in progress i mean it's literally like saying i've got a blank canvas of a car someone help me <laughs> so if any of the listeners out there do have some advice i would i would take it like arms open <laughs> Bam. Jack Harvey, IndyCar Series pilot here in the Freak Nation. Good luck to you in Austin, buddy. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I just don't think you can poo-poo that idea because of where we are now with this, just the state of sports, specifically motorsports, in attracting new eyeballs and the value of the dollar, that we can't be the only ones talking about this. It has to be happening amongst some of these other Motorsport series. Well, we've been talking about it for probably, what, eight or ten years now on this show. And it started to pick up some steam when Randy Bernard was the president and CEO of IndyCar because he was a guy that thought outside of the box. And he, like he kept saying to us, all boats rise on a high tide. If we can help each other, that would be the way to do it. He had a great, he had a brilliant idea for a racing promotion with James Bubba Stewart and one of the IndyCar guys and one of the NASCAR guys and, and doing it on Talladega Super Speedway. And it was just, it was a funny script that was in his mind. But back then, eight or 10 years ago, it just wouldn't fly. People weren't that open-minded to actually blend the series. But now, yeah, I, I'm with you. In this day and age, you have to. There's so many things for people to spend their entertainment dollars on. And splitting it between different motorsports series makes the entire motorsports genre go down. It kind of worked this weekend at uh, Sebring. They were both sports car series, but the World Endurance Championship and the IMSA WeatherTech Championship are two different things and two different audiences. And they drew... A, a good-sized crowd, more than normally go, even though it was uh, St. Patrick's Day and spring break, and they put all that together. They had a huge crowd at Sebring. So, yeah, well, you can kind of see that it works. Why not? You've, you you could put Tennessee and LSU in Bristol Motor Speedway. 
Right. Yeah, that and, was different. And then put the drags over there, uh, just to, you know, a nine iron, a nine iron from the Bristol Motors, Brist, the the roundy round. The oval. Well, that's yeah, a the good oval. nine iron. No, that's that's a pretty serious <laughs> nine iron. <laughs> just something, man. It it. I was at the I was at the drags here in Phoenix, and anytime you can hear and feel nitro, it's fantastic. But it's like I hate to say it because that's that's the series that I was I cut my teeth on. It's just it's the same. It is the same. You could put me in that same seat in Pomona, Texas. It's just the same. And yeah, these cars are hauling ass and it vibrates this and but it's just the same. Some something has to change because I looked around and frankly the only younger people that I saw there were again parents bringing their eight, nine, and ten-year-olds, which is again that's how it starts. But you just didn't see seventeen, eighteen-year-old group of dudes and chicks. Just something has to change. Coming up next hour, his name is Michael Lessi. Man, fifteen years I believe in Supercross. Such promise for this guy. We all remember when. He made his debut in Supercross in 2003-2004. Now he's running a part-time schedule and running in the Canadian Series. He joins us next hour. Also, Courtney Force will be here in the Freak Nation. Big second hour of the Freaks. Make sure you're here, man. More Speed Freaks coming up. Luke's Hall Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. And now today's Bob Evans foodie lesson, nostalgic eating. Did you know there's a strong link between sense and emotional memory? The smell of different foods can evoke vivid and detailed emotional memories of our past. For example, the scent of a deep-fried corn dog may remind us of a state fair in the summer. Because odor-evoked memories tend to be positive... The smell improves the mood and produces feelings of social connectedness. And now a word from Bob Evans. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans. Down on the farm. Hey, Rick Tittle here. I have to shave. Even though I'm not the hairiest person in the world, I'm basically a Ken doll with headphones on, but I need to shave. What are you going to use that's not going to make hamburger out of your face? The throwaway razor, electric razor, straight razor. I found it in Harry's. You know, Harry's founders themselves, they were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. So we have a deal for you. Go to harrys.com. Slash game right now. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave with a weighted ergonomic handle, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. And remember, you can get your trial set by going to harrys.com slash game. Rick Tittle, 
Two thumbs up for Harry's. You know, they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany for just this purpose. Harry's.com slash game. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Is your check engine light on? Don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and let our professional parts people scan your vehicle for free. We'll retrieve the codes, discuss possible solutions, and even help you find a professional technician if needed. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today for our free check engine light help. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We alarm our houses. And we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, Austin Dillon goes out and wins the pole for this afternoon's cup race in California with a speed of 0.0000 in the final round of qualifying, beating everyone else based on his round two time because not a single damn driver made an official lap in the completed session. Uh, yeah, Friday was kind of an embarrassment for NASCAR. That was... And Statman, I thought that was interesting. First hour, when we talked about this a little bit, you thought the drivers did this deliberately in order to try to force NASCAR back into single-car qualifying. Oh, I think without question they did. Uh, we, we talked a couple of years ago about drivers organizing and the teams organizing, and I think the drivers got together and did this on purpose. I don't I don't think there's any question about that. So Kyle Busch goes out and wins his 200th NASCAR race this afternoon in California. But the big news was qualifying or lack of qualifying. You don't hear motorsports fans boo their drivers, but damn, that's what happened Friday afternoon when not one of the 12 drivers in that final session went out to qualify. It's, I could just imagine how people were standing around the pits, you know, crew chiefs, team owners, maybe sponsors standing around waiting on their sponsored car to go out on the track and qualify and just, that's it. That's all it was. It's just idiotic. Talking about screwing over the fans again on a Friday afternoon, those that had to cut away from work early to go 
or didn't have to. They cut away from work early to, to catch some NASCAR qualifying. What's the difference, Scratcher? They do it. Do they do this in IndyCar? Yeah, they do. And there are times. It just depends on the track where some of the IndyCar in the Fast Five they wait, they wait, they wait. Or actually, in some of the earlier qualifying groups where. Guys that know they they have a, a shot, at least, at the Fast Five, they don't want to be caught up in some of the slower cars in earlier sessions of qualifying, so they wait to try to find their time to go get a clean lap. But bottom line, I've never seen anything like this, where they wait so long that nobody gets out there. Statman, sometimes it can be like you get that one bad haircut where the cuts, you can look at your haircut and think, you know what, that kind of blows, and then... The barber continues to cut your hair and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And you should have stopped when you were kind of ahead. Is that is that where we're getting or going with NASCAR? Is you continue to try and mold this thing into a show, an entertainment that we, again, cut off our nose in spite of our face? I don't think NASCAR, especially the drivers, fully understand how bad the situation is. I was just watching... Just about 45 minutes ago, um, maybe just before we went on the air, and the uh, headlines, the the scroll at the bottom on ESPN said that Kyle Busch won the MENCS race (laughs) at California. No mention of Auto Club Speedway, no mention of Monster Energy, no mention of M&Ms, no mention of Toyota, no mention of Joe Gibbs Racing. They don't know how bad they have it, and they're going to have to do something to get their egos out of their butts to mangle two, uh, like some, that. Uh, to mangle some uh, 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 metaphors there. They don't know how bad they have it. They're going to have to uh, figure out how to deal with the new fan, or they're going to bounce, start bouncing downhill fast so is that how i'm going to talk to my daughter now statman get your ego out of your ass but <laughs> what's wrong with you girl you got your ego in your butt as long as you're willing to take yours out when she answers you <laughs> <laughs> no daddy i noticed yours is stuck up in there okay yeah. Oh. There you go. You're going to have to be the referee, Crash. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, wow. No, not me. Listen, whose ego stuck up in there further? Huh? Oh, oh man. We're going to reset here with some affiliates. Get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes. Your stat man, Scat, coming up. And the big time Supercross rider joins us in about seven minutes. Coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Going to go supercross and motocross in here in a moment. Your stat man scat's coming up. Freaking flashback with Courtney Force. This segment brought to you by our friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor. Go with General Tire so that big fat truck you got out there. Even a, even sports cars. Looking for a fine, wide, fast, fat tire? Go with General Tire. It's General Tire. GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Fine, wide, fat, and fat. 
fast. Okay, okay. Just trying to get your get that ego out of your butt. Uh, yeah. Well, the t- <laughs> Sebring 12, 12 hours went off this weekend, and it had some great racing throughout. Didn't know that as it started in the wet and under a yellow flag, but overall, this race was amazing. Check out some of the memes that have been retweeted. Four wide crossing the line. Come on. What a Cadillac domination as well. Of course, Caddy swept the podium, and the top stop, the top step, excuse me, finally, finally went to Eric Curran. We talked to him in the first hour. He, of course, Eric Curran and his co-drivers, Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani. But if you missed the Eric Curran interview, finally winning Sebring, you can check that out tomorrow, speedfreaks.tv. Sticking in Florida, NHRA had their 50th anniversary Gator Nationals. Richie Crampton taking the win in top fuel, Robert Height. After three first qualifying positions, Robert Height taking the win in Funny Car. Bo Butner won in Pro Stock. And Andrew Hines with the motorcycle debut taking the first win at the Gators. Supercross raced in Indianapolis. And yeah, finally. I've said finally five times already in this news and notes. But this one really deserves it. Finally, Marvin Muskin got a win in the 450s. He did it in Indy on Saturday night. He's still second in points. But he was finally on top of the podium. I think everyone listening to me right now that knows Supercross thought that he would have had a few wins by this time, but this is his first win of the season. In the 250s, it was the eighth win in a row for Austin Forkner's team, Austin's fifth win. So, yeah, he's dominating the 250 East Series. Formula One went off in Australia, and it was Valtteri Bottas taking the win. According to defending champ Lewis Hamilton, this race was pretty much done and dusted in the turn, the first turn of the race. Whatever. Botas had a clinic going on. NASCAR went off in California Speedway. Cole Custer took the win in the Xfinity Series. And Kyle Busch win number 200 on his top three tier overall series. Taking the winning cup. Michael Essie, Supercross Motocross star, joins us next. Speed Freaks Biz, Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from The Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire. Helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. 
Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports introducing lucas oil racing tv your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave despain hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv lucas oil racing tv Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. You know the website, speedfreaks.tv. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Stepman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, that voice in the background, Mike Alessi joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it's a a voice and it's a name that, of course, has been synonymous with Supercross for many, many years. But we didn't expect to see him back in Supercross. However, the last couple of races, he's been filling in. And, of course, he's doing it again here in Indianapolis. Did you expect to be back in Supercross this year? I'll be I'll be completely honest. No, uh, like two years ago, like it's kind of been telling people, it's like I was kind of over Supercross. I was kind of ready to kind of be home and be with my family. And now that I got a, a little eight month old, like I just wanted to be happy and at home. And this opportunity came uh, came about, and uh, you know I couldn't pass it up. And it was unfortunate Malcolm Stewart and Vince Freeze got hurt. Um, but like I said, I'm here to help the team. And with Mike Chinova, he's always supported me. So. Um, yeah, I wanted to be here to support him. So that's kind of how it all came about. We did uh, Atlanta and Daytona last weekend. We got Indianapolis this week and then Seattle uh, next weekend. And then that will be it. Just four races. So, Mike, talk about your perspective of Supercross and the Supercross series this year. At the beginning of the season, not thinking that you would be back, but knowing that you had Canada to look forward to again. So yep. your perspective now, is it a little more laid back? Do you Are you approaching things differently? Explain. I, I would say normally the pace is definitely up in the last two years since I've stepped away, and it's crazy how fast the guys are and the intensity. So it's definitely gotten quicker, 100%. But do you feel less pressure, at least in your head, coming into these races? Is that part maybe more laid back? Yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. I would definitely say, like, the pressure is not there because there's no expectations. Just go out there and have fun and just keep the bike moving around around the track as like a billboard. So. That's kind of what my job is, and that's what I'm doing. Michael Essie, many years of Supercross here in the States, of course now running in Canada. 
And it, with it being a shorter season and a combination of arena cross, supercross, motocross, do you intend to just stay with motocross and not get involved with arena cross and supercross in Canada? Yeah, correct. I mean, the heart and soul of, of Canada racing, Canadian racing, is the uh, is the motocross portion. Uh, they're trying to make the supercross and arena cross big, but it's just it's not it's not getting to the level where it needs to be. And and the tracks and what they have. So for me, just doing the motocross series, it's only eight races. I start in June, and I'm done in the beginning of, of August. So it's a quick two months, two and a half months of work, and that's it. And I get to take my family and take my motorhome and go road trips through the summer and do a couple of races and have fun. That's what it's all about. Mike, and I really, really love the weather up there. I mean, you can't beat racing in 65, 75-degree temperatures. It's, uh, you know, in the summertime for sure. Mike, you're on the, the, uh, the other end of your career. We all know, know that. We all get to that point. But when you're filling in in a Supercross race, two or three or four, what's the goal? Is just to keep the bike upright and finish? That's it. Make, make sure logos That's are there in front of the camera? That's it. That's exactly what I'm being advised. Just keep the billboard running around the track and just having fun. And at the same time, getting a little bit of practice, a little bit of intensity. And uh, that way, when it comes to June, I've got a little bit of an upper hand on the guys when it comes to the first round. Michael Lessie, what's your end goal? What do you want to do when you hang the bike up professionally? Just want to leave the sport and be a good, honorable man and uh, know that I tried my best and had fun doing it. And, and I've made good money at the sport, and uh, I'll always definitely be thankful for that. And, and obviously thankful for, for uh, Mike Chinova and the, the Smart Top Bullfox Boss uh, Honda team. Fox, GDR, has been great to me. And uh, that's about it, man. There's nothing more, nothing less than that. Mike, you want to own a team? You want to own a bike shop? What do you want to do? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I think once I'm done, I'm done. And just, just kind of step away and just just be a family man after that. That's it. Mike, we know that Supercross in some way is the family business. Just wondered what you wanted to do. Maybe be involved in some form with the sport itself. Uh, I don't know. As of right now, it's hard to say. Uh, I'm 31 years old, so... I still feel like I got a couple of more good years of racing in me, at least two to three. And then maybe after that, I explore that option, maybe. But I know right now, the moment, I'm enjoying being at the races, having fun, and uh, and uh, trying to do the best that I can. And at the same time, bringing my family along and being a part of the ride. Mike, you can tell in your voice that you are having fun right now. Was there ever a I point? Am. Yeah, so explain that. Explain how different things are now versus maybe five, six years ago. Well, five, six years ago, I was right in the prime of my career and, and, you know, potentially winning races and being competitive on the podium. And, man, you're just traveling from race to race, city to city, and it's like, it's gnarly living out of a suitcase and going from room to room, hotel to hotel. And, then, you know, now I get to, you know, enjoy just a couple of months of racing and I get to be with my family the other nine, ten months of the year and not have to worry about the travel and everything like that. So. That's what's really, really been really nice for me the last two years is just being able to enjoy it and uh, be able to be a fan and watch it on TV. So that's always nice. Okay, that's that's a whole other perspective. For instance, like the name's Cooper Webb. I mean, did you even predict that he was going to be a, a name on top of the podium so often this year? Oh, I mean, you just know that he's a great rider and he has the ability to be there for sure. And he, Maybe he struggled the last couple of years, but you have to look at the fact that he's a good rider and he has the potential to do it. So I'm definitely not surprised. Hey Mike, there are NASCAR drivers, drag racers, uh, IndyCar drivers who are, are, are a f- fond of their series in that they're, 
they like the schedule, but it, it seems like when it comes to NASCAR, there's so many weekends on the road that it does take its toll, the length of the races. Do you think there's something to be said for Supercross and Motocross that you're, you you take a beating with Supercross and then you got a few weeks off and then, bam, you're back on the bike and Motocross? Do you think there should be some better spacing between the two? Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to say. I mean, as far as, like, the, the Supercross and Motocross, like, the Motocross is definitely way harder on the body for sure. Um, there's not nearly as much money in motocross as supercross. So, I mean, if it was, if it was up to me, I would make it just supercross and go, you know, January to like July or, you know, end of July, early August, and then make it a longer series, like 20 or 22 races and prolong it from May until July. But like I said, I'm not the ones running the schedule and I'm not the one writing the checks. That is an interesting thought, though, if there's any way to somewhat merge the series. I mean, you still want an outdoor element to it in in some way, shape, or form, but you're right. If there is a way to make the travel part a little bit easier on you guys but still give the fans what they want in a long schedule. Yeah, the, the gnarliest part, and this is what people don't really understand, the people that come to the races, is that Supercross stretches from January to May, and you only get one weekend off, and that's Easter weekend, the end of April. You race from January 1st until the end of April every single weekend, different city, different state, and you got to travel. It's not like you're just going down the street and around the corner for milk and bread. Like you got to go from like California all the way to Florida, so it's, it's far. Why couldn't Why couldn't you meld the two together, motocross and supercross? You know, you're right. Extend it to July, maybe August. Have some weeks off in that, but you're able to comp combine the outdoor and the indoor season? I don't know if it's possible to make the indoor and outdoor work like that because outdoor starts in May and ends in August where I'm almost predicting like what would be a suggestion would run Supercross through to August because football doesn't start until September, so Mm -hmm. you can still use those football stadiums till the end of July, early August without them being in them. So it's always an option to do that. And at the same time, you can use the baseball stadiums in the winter when baseball hasn't started until April. So, I mean, it's logistics and possibilities. It's just, I don't know, like I said, that would be up to Feld and them making the decisions yeah. and, uh, and making that, that, that happen because in the long run, Supercross is where it really is. And motocross, you know, is a great, it's great for, motor, for the sport. But let's be honest, Supercross is where it's at. Mike Alessi, many years running for Supercross, again, filling in next three or four races and, of course, jumping into the Canadian Series. Alessi, good luck to you, man. You're, you're a family man, and you, you see the world from a whole different set of eyes, don't you? I, I try to, definitely. I've done this a long time and uh, been racing for since 2004, so 2019 and still racing at the, the highest level on the highest stage, so it's been awesome. Mike, thanks for doing this, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Coming up in a moment, your stat man, Scat, and Courtney Force on a freaking flashback. It's all coming up, Lucas Hall Studios, Speed Freaks Pits. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Some thoughts on Saturday's 12 hours of Sebring. A great weekend, an eight-hour World Endurance Championship race on Friday, and the Sebring 12-hour IMSA race on Saturday. We need more weekends like that. My hat's off to NBC Sports or IMSA for building a video promo that didn't feature a crash of any kind. Somebody should get an award, certainly a raise. I like that no one has bothered to repave the Sebring track. It's bumpy, just short of an off-road race. The drivers complained, but they drove on it anyway. Saturday, they lived in the rain 
rain and horrible conditions and still put on a great show. wonder how that worked. I continue to be amazed that Mazda hasn't been able to make their prototype work for an entire race. Even the German team Yoast hasn't been able to make the thing get to the end at speed at the front of the line. Finally, at the end of the race, only two cars didn't finish, and one of those went out with less than nine minutes to go. Just an incredible show. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text Maine to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text Maine to 42424. That's M-A-I-N to 42424. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, it's Ron Barr. Ever since I started sleeping on my pillow, I noticed something missing from my life. Interrupted sleep. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It's changed my life. You need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It keeps its shape and stays cool. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss my pillow in your washer and dryer, and it's like new again. And it's made in the USA. And do I have a deal for you? Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special, and enter promo code BAR. That's B-A-R-R. You'll get two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows for half off, free shipping. And don't forget, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special, and enter promo code BAR. And be sure to use the promo code, that's BAR, B-A-R-R.
Crash, are you going to be all right with this song? You okay? Me? How old were you when this came out? This Backstreet? I don't even know when this came out. No, this is not Backstreet Boys. Who is it? Richie, do you know this? Oh, you don't? Was this You don't know the song? Have you never heard this song? This is 10 years before the Backstreet Boys. Okay, or eight this years. Is 80s? Well, I know the song. I just can't. Listen. Mark Wahlberg's brother was in the band. Oh. <laughs> I, I get all of those groups. New Kids, in, new kids, new on, kids the on the Block. New Kids on the Scrotum. Got it. Okay, what year? No idea? Okay. 89? 90? God, I remember this. With I remember kids. this dance now. Yeah. 88. 88. Okay, Whoa. I was high school. <laughs> Jeez, that man. Where were you in 1988, Statman? What were you doing? Uh, that was in the middle of... <laughs> yeah, what, this is what's after 10 o'clock. Yeah. I was in the middle of my... I was in the middle of my slut days out in L.A. And... <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, man. We got egos up the rear. <laughs> slut days. Hot pants, uh, Statman. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Woo. a different Statman in those days. Yeah, man, you were, were all about the right stuff back then, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, that would be the greatest uh, thing to ever get on, on radio. That is greatness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa, how you guys doing, man? The, the website is speedfreaks.tv, and, of course, Speech. That's not in the six minutes that <laughs> before the, <laughs> the affiliates come online, is it? No, that's all affiliates heard that one. <laughs> no, everybody from iHeartRadio to SiriusXM to Dallas, they they can all hear that one, bad boy. Yeah. All right, there you go. Mm. And he was living in L.A., ladies, remember? Just saying. I don't know what the hell does that mean, Crash. Because anybody listening in Los Angeles could say, oh, yeah. I remember the stat man back in 1988. <laughs> I remember those slut days. Uh, Courtney Force. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, about six years ago, freaking, freaking flashbacks. We'll, uh, we'll do that coming up in about 10 minutes. I think the first, the first time we went over to Statman's place in Eagle Rock, we saw the mahogany love chair. Oh, yes. It was a chair of... It's not just a chair of wood. It was as if a lumberjack went to the Redwoods and cut out a special chair, sands the crown, for Statman. Oh, yeah. It was like a, yeah, a Redwood perfectly quaffed chair. Where did you get that chair, Stat? It was from uh, a, a borough place in Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was what? A, that, was a, that was a great chair. That was a spectacular chair. Now, and it didn't make the move east with you. I'm so bummed. No, it didn't. It didn't make the move east. I left. I had to leave that world behind. <laughs> <laughs> that world. After talking about your slut days, and now you had to leave that world behind. Yeah, oh, I had to I walk away it. from it at some point. <laughs> you had to walk away from the mahogany love chair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it cost more than the chair was worth to put it on a truck and move it here. I couldn't use it as carry-on. You know, you remember how big that thing was. 
That damn thing weighed more than a Volkswagen. It was, it, yeah. it weighed a whole hell of a lot, man. Yeah, yeah I'm you sure. see me try. I got my computer stolen. Imagine what would have <laughs> happened if I'd have tried to put that through TSA. <laughs> no, you roll in through TSA with that chair. You go, I got the stat, man, baby. Let's scat a little bit. It's come right on in here, sir, with your mahogany love chair. Yeah. We are speaking in tongues right now. <laughs> we, are. we are speaking in tongues. So inside baseball right It's now. all right. That's just how we roll. Listen, a lot of folks are not paying attention right now. They're just trying to figure out if Buffalo is going to make it to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight. Will they make it to the Final Four? That seems well, to be have, the team. Do you have any special money running on Wolford? <laughs> you ought to love Wolford. That's Wofford to you and me, Wofford. man. Okay. Wofford yeah. coming in at a seven seed, playing Seton Hall. Yeah. Walford, Seton Hall. No, I don't have money on that. I just don't know how anybody could beat freaking Duke. That was so much fun watching that game Friday night. Yes, Friday night. Duke, that North was Carolina. so much fun. The finally, as Suave would say, the real game. Finally this year, the real game between the two of them. Yeah, that was fun. That was oof. Looks like a lot of lot of folks are uh, are drinking the Kool Aid for Buffalo. I'm I'm side sipping. The Red Raiders, I, I see them going to a Sweet 16, and I haven't even put a whole lot of thought in this bracket just yet. You got the the issues that are LSU. Curious how that's going to carry through the tournament. We go from a Hall you love chair to me trying to break down the bracket before I've even had a chance to even look at the damn thing. Yeah, you've kind of been focused on motorsports today. You're Sorry just, about that. It's Yeah, I don't... Mm. That's how we roll. No. I mean, we, got, we have Courtney Force coming up. Six years ago when she posed nude in ESPN, The Body magazine. And this was after. There hasn't been a single sport that has not been represented in the ESPN Body magazine. Seriously, I think every sport. I mean, they've done, didn't they even do table tennis? They've done golf. They've done done everything. Yeah, when when they showed Gary Player's old-ass body in that magazine, that was unique. Uh, who John, was the guy, the, was the first baseman who played baseball? Huge, huge man. The, and he, he, they got him into the magazine. Prince Fielder, yes. Yes. Yeah, he was playing yes. for the Rangers at the time. Now he's living off the Rangers at the time right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring up some. on the range now. <laughs> yeah. Big boy. Is his dad still alive? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right? Just pontificating as we roll through here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> My point was this, Crasher. John Force came after Courtney in... No, John was first. Was he? Yes. How many... And it was all a part... John Force, it, it, it shocked people that he even wanted to do it, but part of him doing the body issue of ESPN, the magazine, was to get in good shape after his really bad accident in Dallas. So, yeah, I mean, there, there were times when he never thought he was going to race again. So getting back into shape for that that magazine spread and getting him into the new John Force that he is today. He's not the guy that he was 20 years ago. And much of it is, well, in tribute to him being a fit older driver now. Now, wait, let me jump in here a minute. Do you hear the difference between John Force, a 65-plus driver in drag racing posing nude in the ESP in the body magazine and those clowns in NASCAR can't even get out on the racetrack because they don't want to be out there with 10 other cars. Now tell me which one is going to be successful with their fans and build 
on the future of their sport. Well, valid point. I'm just trying to make the correlation between nude forced and dudes qualifying. I get it. Think about it, though. John Forrest will wear a freaking Wendy's wig to promote the series. He did. But when it comes to dudes wanting to go out there with thousands of fans in the stands wanting to see some qualifying, nope, can't do it. Can't do it, Statman. And we don't care if you boo. We're not going to do it. Hmm. So, yeah, Courtney Forrest coming up here in the Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter. It's Clancy, uh, not Clancy, Suave, you're going to put it out there. The the, uh, the photos of Courtney Force holding on to the parachute. There are a number of photos online that just like, whoa. Just John Force being who John Force is. I, I, we had him on right around the time she this magazine was released as well. And it just, it, it took him a little bit to get through it. I think John Force was three or four year. I think it was 2010 crash or 2011 when Forcey was in ESPN, The Body Magazine? Sure. I, I have no clue, to be perfectly honest. 2010 seems like a very long time away, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Courtney Forrest coming up in moments. Also, not much motorsports here in the Freak Nation. Did you miss any of the show? We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning. Uh, Eric Curran, your IMSA WeatherTech 12 Hours of Sebring winner. He was in here. Jack Harvey getting set for a big IndyCar race coming up in Austin. It's always fun to hear people talk about Austin. It, the track's cool, but you hear people talk about Austin and barbecue and the parties and the music. and Fine. Love it. Go ahead. Is this the time where you're going to have your lovely five-year-old fill out a bracket and win a bracket uh, mm-hmm. pool for you? Yeah. Oh, I think it's time serious? now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You colors. just ask names. No, just ask names. No, yeah, don't do colors anymore. She'll do an all-purple bracket again well, like she did two years right. ago. She'll have Abilene Christian winning it all. Because yeah, I'm going to have my girlfriend who knows nothing about <laughs> basketball fill it out for me. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, take it down. Right, you should. Because <laughs> Abilene, uh, Abilene Christian is purple, man. Yeah. Freak Nation, Courtney Force. Freaking flashback next. Sports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> this is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess pick. 
Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You know, you think all the damn money that Smokey could have made. All the kind of money that people made off of Smokey Robinson. What a great song, Tears of a Clown. Jeez. Speaking of, Dick Dale, the surf guitar legend, he had the moniker of heavy metal guitar player because anytime Leo Fender had a new amp or had something for him to try out, he'd blow it up. Hence the name heavy metal guitar player. He passed away, I think, Saturday night. 80-something. Bring that up a little bit. What do you mean people made a lot of money off of Smokey? He not got paid for his samples, or is that before that was happening or something? Oh, he he and every other Motown uh, artist just got jobbed. I feel like Stevie made a lot of money off his samples. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that answer. He just, it's, it's, it's of legend about Smokey. What was the name of those studio musicians at uh, Nas at um, Motown who uh, played behind everybody? Not Tower of Power. No, no, no. They these were. Oh man, they the did a documentary crew? about them. The Wrecking uh, Crew. No, they did. I, uh, but these were some of the baddest dudes. In fact, one of them uh, was a Trans Am driver back in the 60s, played the bass, oh. and wrote the first um, hit for the Jackson 5. Whoa. What? And that is why he's the stat man. Holy Yeah, his name cow. was Bob West. In fact, I I worked on his on his Formula 5000 team, what? and he drove our Trans Am car 
Uh, and when our first pit stop, we came in, we were beating four or five of the factory cars. Uh, oh, man, I can't. And he was one of the legendary backup guys. He was one of the, he played the bass Musicians. and wrote um, oh, the first song that uh, Michael Jackson sung with the Jackson 5. And Mariah Carey redid it. Oh, I'll be there? I'll be there. He wrote that with another guy, but Bob oh, West was the the was Detroit the sound. No, that wasn't it. It was it was something. Oh crap! Somebody in the Twitterverse knows it, but yeah. And Bob drove in Trans Am, drove a, oh, a beat up uh, Mustang. There it is, Freak Nation. Wow! Only here can oh, you get it from the freaks. Music and motorsports intertwined, thanks to Statman. Holy cow. Yeah, bass players, Arthur Wright, first one from Motown, Carol Kay, Renee Hall, Bob West. Yep, there he is. Yeah. Bam. Her name is Courtney Force, and about six years ago, she posed naked in ESPN, The Body magazine. And we caught up with her just before its release and was curious, um, what about her daddy seeing her naked? First off, nothing shows, but um, yeah, it was, uh, it was it was definitely a little nerve wracking. They actually asked me to do it um, a year ago, um, but I was just coming into my rookie season in Funny Car, and, and uh, you know, I decided to turn it down. I said, you know, I, I really wanted to try and establish myself as a driver before, um, you know, bringing in that type of media attention. So, uh, you know, they asked me again this year. My dad actually did the the issue a few years back, and and uh, you know, I got you know full support of my family before going ahead and. Um, saying yes, but it did take a little while before I, I convinced myself, you know, that I should do it. NHRA funny car pilot hooking it at about 320 miles an hour, 1,000 feet on your drag strips. Courtney Force joins us talking about the body issue where she stripped down for this magazine. And you talk about your old man, 15-time funny car champion, the greatest drag racer in the history of mankind, and, and the greatest personality in all of motorsports. What reservations did the old man have about seeing his nude daughter in a magazine? Well, I know. I don't know if he's actually going to go out and buy a copy, but I think uh, the thing that makes matters worse is that I might be on one of the covers, so now he really can't avoid it. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he was supportive from day one. You know, I, he was kind of the first person I went to, and I said, I was really nervous, and I was like, Dad, um, they asked me to be in the body issue, and he just kind of gave me this striking look over, like, what? <laughs> but, um, you know, he's like, well, you know, I, I was kind of surprised. He was actually very... Um, supportive and positive about it. He's like, you know what? I think it would be really great, um, but it's 100% your decision. He said, I went through it. You know, it's very tastefully done. Um, you know, I had a really great experience with it, and it brought a lot of exposure to the sport. And he said, I, you know, I think, um, you know, at this point, you know, you've been through a, a year in Funny Car that I think if you went ahead and did it, you know, I, I definitely think that, you know, the whole family would be behind you. So, um, I, you know, I made sure that everyone in my family was okay with it, and uh, it meant a lot that my dad was so supportive. Yeah, exactly. He should have zero reservations because when he came on with us after he did the magazine a couple years ago, he had nothing but positive things to say about the shoot. That's your old man, nude, positive things. Yeah, I think that was probably more awkward for us um, <laughs> than I think it is this year uh, for him. I, I mean, it was definitely a little odd hearing that dad was going to strip down. No one... No kids should have to see that, but um, no, it was it was pretty, you know, it was tastefully done. It was really cool having, you know, ESPN the magazine. Obviously, it's it's not just a you know a motorsports magazine; it's all major sports. And uh, to be included in that from the NHRA, I think is such a huge honor 
uh, for both me and my dad. But, you know, when he did it, you know, it was very tastefully done. It, it showed, you know, his scars and him coming back from the crash because it was more, you know, the bodies you don't want um, after he crashed in 2007. And I thought that was really cool how they, you know, really showcased everything that my dad went through um, and, and how he's really come back and, and recovered and went through, you know, a lot of physical therapy to, to get to where he is today. You'd mentioned a little bit about possibly being on the cover, and you're up against, let's see, Gary Player, Giancarlo Stanton, Sidney LaRue, yourself, Kerry Walsh Jennings, Colin Kaepernick. you got a lot of competition for this cover, but you are, last I saw, you're either first or second in the votes. That's saying something. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely pretty cool. I mean, going up against some of these, you know, major athletes, um, it, it was pretty amazing um, to see the support behind, you know, me as a driver, you know, in, in the photo. Um, I, I think that was really amazing to see. Um, but, you know, they did say that, you know, all eight of us do have a cover. Um, I think it's just dispersed out, you know, throughout the nation. But I think, um, I don't know how the voting goes. I think it was just for, you know, your favorite cover. But I think it might um, help push to get it into more, um, I, I think, major cities and stores. Courtney Force, funny car pilot. Has, has there some wins under a belt? Leave it to me to ask those hard-hitting questions, Courtney. But oh, were you bothered boy. about showing all your woman junk to the photographers and the makeup people? I was definitely um, really nervous and hesitant. Um, I actually brought my sister Brittany with me to the shoot because I'm very comfortable with her. And, um, you know, she's one of my best friends, and, and uh, it definitely helped. You know, everyone, I was really got to know the, you know, the hair and makeup people, um, the photographers. It was actually a male and a female photographer. Um, and they were a married couple. They were so nice. They came to me and, and they, you know, asked me a bunch of questions before we did the shoot. Um, you know, asked me how I'd be more, most comfortable. Um, they just made it a lot of fun. It was just, you know, once I initially took the robe off, I was really nervous because, you know, there's, um, it was a close set, obviously, but there were still, you know, some young guys that were doing the lighting. Um, you know, some ladies that were, you know, had, you know, hair and makeup, the photographers, just, a lot of random people that were doing little bits and pieces, um, a part of the set. Um, so it was a little awkward. I, I was definitely hesitant. I'm, you know, I'm a pretty conservative person. So in order for me to just go ahead and take that robe off, it was, uh, it was pretty scary, pretty terrifying. <laughs> because this is a body issue, did they have to make up your body at all or was it just face and neck? Um, no, it was really just face and neck. I mean, they gave me, like, lotions and stuff, but it really wasn't anything else. <laughs> and I've wondered about that because you're out, your shoot, at least from what I've seen so far, you're out in the desert. So I would imagine it was hot as heck out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. You know, the pictures turned out really well, but I was pretty much dripping sweat most of the time. Like, <laughs> it was really hot out there. Um, one of the locations was, you know, an open road. Um, the pavement was like burning my feet, but I was just like trying to suck it up and, and, uh, be okay with it. And, uh, you know, they would hand me water bottles and, and definitely helped, you know, uh, cool me off. But, um, when we went to the second location, which was in the, uh, you know, the sand flats, I think it was El Mirage. Um, it was, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it was really windy there. So I think that was really hard to especially capture the, um, the parachute picture, um, that actually deployed on its own because of just the wind. We actually brought all these fans thinking that, you know, they would be able to blow air into the, the parachute and, and uh, expand it. But uh, we were able to do it with just all the wind that was on set. So there was a lot of different um, things that you can't really tell through the pictures that, you know, we were dealing with. But it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It definitely made for an interesting shoot. How many pictures have you seen? 
Um, just the one, on, the ones on the internet. <laughs> oh no! Well, that that yeah. parachute shot does look very good, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually an idea that <laughs> my mom came up with over oh. a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> She was actually joking about it, and Ashley and I looked at her and we're like, oh, very funny, Mom. Yeah, we're going to, like, we kind of thought she meant, like, wrap up in a parachute. And she's like, why don't you use a parachute and you can just wrap up in it? I'm like, yeah, it's a body issue. You're not going to see me at all. And then all of a sudden we all looked at each other and we're like, wait, what if it's deployed and we and I can stand in front of it? It would look really cool. And all of a sudden her horrible idea turned into a good one. <laughs> Courtney Force, Funny Car Pilot, talking about the Body Issue magazine where she poses nude, showing her body. And, Courtney, I've got a problem just stripping down in front of my cats. I can't imagine standing there <laughs> nude for three or four hours in front of all these damn people. You have no idea who they are. Were you nude that entire time? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Uh, they throw a robe on you in between, uh, I guess, takes when they're, you know, looking at the pictures and seeing, you know, what they want to adjust. But, yeah, I mean, I was uh, pretty much completely nude for all of it, um, except for when they threw that robe on. But, I mean, I think that's kind of the cool thing about this magazine. I mean, it shows, you know, it's it's all about showing the athleticism of your sport and having the courage to come out and show, you know, the, the strength that you need, you know, for me to drive one of these 10,000 horsepower cars. And I, I really wanted to prove that, you know, I have to work hard, you know, physically, mentally, um, you know, in the gym uh, to keep up with the guys that I have to compete against in, in the funny car category. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, it was tough. It took a lot of courage to, you know, just go out there and, and do that type of photo. But, I mean, I, I really hope that it, it comes across, um, you know, I hope the message comes across well. Courtney, I'm a P90X trainer, and I train a lot of race fans. And some of them come up to me at times saying, well, the female drivers don't work out like the guys do. And I just shake my head and go, are you kidding me? Let me just show you what Courtney Force does on a daily basis. Let me show you what Danica Patrick does on a daily basis. You guys work out hard, don't you? Oh, yeah, we definitely do. I mean, it's tough you know these guys it might come a lot easier for them because they're men and that's why we have to work out harder you know as a female you have to be strong enough to handle one of these 10,000 horsepower cars and when it's you know throwing you into the wall one direction you know it, it's hard you, you have to learn how to kind of counteract that and pull the steering wheel back and uh, keep the car straight in the lane otherwise you're going to lose out on a run and uh, and a win so you really need to be strong enough to um you know handle the race car and, and all the g-force that's being thrown at you so there's a lot that goes into it i mean i've pulled muscles trying to pull my car uh steer it away from the center line and you know i think it's definitely lessened since i've been uh training a lot harder again her name courtney force funny car pilot how many wins under your belt so far um i've got three so far huge in just a year and a half yep Funny That's Car awesome. Pilot, the daughter of John Force, 15-time Funny Car Champion. Thank you very much again for coming to the Freak Nation, darling. <laughs> Thank you. Not, not much, much motorsport. Motor not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Moose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> the Freaks. Not much motorsports. Stat man, you may want to listen up here. An Ohio man goes on a beer-only diet for Lent. 50 West Brewery in Dayton. He works there. Says he will not eat, drink, or consume anything but beer for 46 days of Lent. He was inspired by monks from the 1600s who would brew a special Bach beer to fast for Lent. 
Being master brewers, they decided they would take a popular style of beer, Bach beer, make it extra hearty. That would be their liquid bread, and that's what they called it. And basically it would sustain them, of course, through the 46 days of Lent. Hall said he is altering the monk's tradition by including all types of beer in his fast. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, he's going to think he's a monk from the 1600s. <laughs> he is documenting his beer fast on YouTube, where, curiously, he is already starting to see weight loss from this diet. What? From beer. Beer. Yep. Well, I've got pot. Mm. The pot, as you've said before, Kitty. Yep, smoking the pot. So there's a group in Manhattan that traded the wearing of the green for the eating of it. Mm. Rather than tint their beer emerald for St. Patrick's Day, a group of Irish marijuana gourmands got green for the holiday by throwing a feast of pot-infused delicacies at a Lower East Side restaurant today. So they ate it? It was the Pot Supper Club, and it was a way to cut loose on St. Patrick's Day without having to deal with the hangover or packed rowdy bars. Hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. One of the owners said, I'd much rather do this because a high eventually wears off, but drunk, you have to sleep it off, and the next day you still feel like, mm. <laughs> He's not lying. Yeah, exactly. You have these crazy events like St. Patrick's Day, and people go totally overboard. It's just different. It's a different headspace here. Everybody's going to be just chilling out. <laughs> going green. different was a little different than different. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> and then, of course, they ended the engagement, I guess you'd call it, by saying, hey, the cops can't really do anything if they don't catch us in the act. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Michael Irvin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just a different way of going green on St. Patrick's Day. Nothing wrong with that, hey. No, no. I'm not a. I'm not one of those dudes that like the pot. The pot. <laughs> right, Michael. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> yeah. <laughs> man. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes. Interesting Michael Irvin interview oh, last August. So good. But uh, nothing. Tops, Uncle Ray. It was the wrong time for the wrong. Uh, it was the wrong time at the wrong, you know, wrong time. Yeah. Hmm. Do what we always do on a Sunday night. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined.